0: podcast. We are continuing our examination of the parables of Jesus, and we're actually looking at the portion of Scripture in between some parables, just to make sure we understand the context and the flow of the thought of the gospel writer. We're in the gospel of Luke in the 18th chapter, and we're going to start with verse 35 today and look at the last episode in this particular chapter. It says this, as Jesus was approaching Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging, so, just stop for a moment. Here's what he got a blind man, and he's by the road begging. You know, we often uh, in our culture and our mindset we look down our nose at those who beg, you know. And I think that uh, perhaps we're, we're barking up the wrong tree on some things right here. I had some encounters many, many years ago when I used to live in another place long ago and far away, and it was a very uh, urban, suburban type of thing. And you would always have people. At major intersections that would be walking along between the cars asking for money, asking for things. And I remember one time uh, a local TV news station went out to check some of this out and they uh, videotaped this one guy that worked this one intersection. They always had their intersection that they worked, you know, they'd get in arguments, make people leave. It's their intersection. And so they started following him and found out that he actually had a house and lived in a house a few miles away. And they found out he had a wife, and his wife worked at another intersection. And between the two of them, and this is several years ago now, uh, I want to say that they said they made between fifty or and $60,000 a year between the two of them. Well, people uh, just got all up in arms over how horrible it is that these people were taking advantage and all, all this kind of stuff, uh, people's good nature, you know, that. and I went, you know, I didn't think it was horrible at all. And you know why? All they were doing is what this guy's doing right here. This guy's blind, and he's doing the one thing that he can do. He's asking for help. He's begging. He's asking for alms. In other words, will you contribute to me? Will you help me? Will you help feed me? And you know what, folks? Now, don't be offended by this. Uh, It's just not that different with with someone who's wanting to sell you something. They want to sell you something, right? Do they want to sell you something because they think that you really, really need whatever it is they're selling? No, they're selling it because this is how they make their living. This is how they make money. And so the couple in South Florida, this is how they made money. And, you know, I'm sitting there thinking uh, there's so many millions of people who sit there on the couch all day waiting for the check to come in. These folks have some initiative. They get up. They stay out in the hot sun 10 to 12 hours a day. In the rain, which rains every afternoon at this place at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and they stand out there, and you know what they do? They ask for alms. They say, can you help me? And this is what's going on here. This blind man is sitting by the side of the road, and he's begging. Now, hearing a crowd was going by, he began to inquire what this was. So he hears a crowd coming by, and he said, hey, what's happening? They told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by, verse 38. And he called out, saying, Jesus, son of David... Have mercy on me. Those who led the way were sternly telling him to be quiet. But he kept crying out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Folks, there's such a picture here for us. <laughs> Those who were leading the way. So you got this little parade right here. Jesus is walking along, and the people are following And The people start gathering around him. And then you're going to have people that will get out in front, and they're going to be leading the way right here. We have this a lot in religious circles nowadays. They're leading the way. But when somebody disrupts their little party, their little parade right here, which this blind man, who nobody cared about, did, he's crying out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy. The ones leading the parade here, self-imposed leaders, they sternly tell him to shut up. They tell him to be quiet. What does he do? He knows the song of dance with these guys. He cries out even more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 40. And Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him. And when he came near, Jesus questioned him. And Jesus said this, What do you want me to do for you? And he said, Lord, I want to regain my sight. So apparently he had had his sight. It says regain, right? But don't you love this? Think about this for a moment. The Lord asked him, What is it that you want? What do you want me to do? You know, sometimes we are fearful of that question. I've got something going through my mind right now, as a matter of fact. Lord, what this is what I want you to do. And sometimes we have some um, uh, false sense of piousness that, well, you can't really ask God that kind of thing or do anything like that. And the Lord is just asking point blank, hey, what do you want me to do? The, the, the gentleman replied, Lord, I want to regain my sight. And Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. Well, what faith? What point of faith? I mean, he didn't get up and walk down the aisle in the 39th stanza of Just As I Am. He didn't go through catechism classes. He didn't go through this. He didn't do all this religious stuff that we do, right? So what was the point of faith? What was the expression of faith? When he cried out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Then when he was faced by those who were sternly rebuking him, he cried out all the more. Not only was this... Uh, 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 a thought of faith. He was actually putting it into practice. And then, when Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? He says, Lord. He called him Lord. So he's declaring who Jesus is, the son of David. When he says Lord, he's declaring that he is the Lord and Master, Lord, and Savior, Messiah. And he says, Lord, I want to regain my sight. So Jesus says to him, receive your sight, your Faith has made you well. Now, this whole thing with faith is really, really intriguing all the way through the scriptures, because without faith you can't be saved, and the faith comes from the Most High God. But then there is the spiritual gift of faith, the spiritual empowerment of faith, and then there's things like this right here, <clears throat> where your faith has made you well. Other places is the faith of a parent that made some uh, a child well, or a servant well, a master's faith uh, healed a servant. There's all sorts of examples. Uh, of faith. It's faith, somebody, but it's not your faith that does it, but it's what you believe, and your faith has made you well, because why? He cried out and said, Lord, have mercy on me, and the Lord had mercy on him, and he regained his sight. What do you think the response was of the people? Verse 43 tells us, we don't even have to think. Immediately, he regained his sight. Notice how it was immediate question often is asked, does God do this kind of thing today? Absolutely. Well, why don't we see it as often or probably never in most of our lives? Why haven't we seen this? Well, isn't that a great question? Do we have faith to see? Do we have faith to experience? Immediately, he regained his sight and began following Jesus, glorifying God. So he's following Jesus, glorifying God. Some patterns here for us, folks. Never forget that Jesus came and did everything that he did as Messiah and offered himself, died for mankind, that man might be reconciled with God. We forget the ultimate purpose of this, okay? Here, he's following Jesus, who's just healed him, and he's glorifying God in the last part of the verse. And when all the people saw it, they gave praise to God. Tell you what, folks, I think this right here is how the life of the kingdom should be. I think that we walk in uh, depths of darkness. I think that we walk too much in the flesh, that we don't experience the things that the Lord desires to do within his people to where all the other people will see it and give praise to God and be drawn to him and into his kingdom. last part of 18th chapter of Luke. Go read it. Reflect upon this. See what the Lord says to you. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.